0: And it's so good to be with you. And I'm looking forward to teaching you a message that will bless you and help you and strengthen your faith. So are you ready to get into the Word of God? And then right after this uh, message, I'll turn it back over to Pastor Jenny. So uh, today we're going to be talking about living in God. Living in God. Now First Corinthians 3.9 says, For we are laborers together with God co-workers together with God what that means is that God needs you and you need God that together we can get the job done you know that's what God told Moses when Moses said who am I that I should go to Pharaoh God said certainly I will be with you so praise God you can face life with God now get ready to get a great revelation Jesus said, My Father works, and I work. Now here was Jesus' relationship with his Father. John 14, verses 10 uh, through 13. Listen to this. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth within me, he Doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in his son. Now I want you to realize that you are a son or daughter of God. Now the reason Jesus said you could do the same works that he did is because your relationship with God is going to be the same as his relationship with God. You're going to be in God and God is going to be in you. You see, that's the relationship that you have as a New Testament believer. God was not only in heaven, but God was in Christ. God was in him. And he's saying, when I go to heaven, and I go back to the Father, your relationship with God is going to be the same as my relationship was on the earth. God's going to be in you. That's going to be his address, and you're going to be in God. Now listen to this. In verse 20 he says, At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved by my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Judas Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself unto us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man loves me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him. And make our abode with him. So he's saying him and the Father are going to come and make his dwelling place with you. In other words, you too as a son of God will have, just like Jesus, will have God in you and you'll be in him. In him you'll live and move and have your very being. Now in Colossians 3.3 3, it says, you are dead, dead to this world, and your life is hid with Christ in God. That means your secret life, you have a secret life that other people don't know about. Your life is hid with Christ in God. That's God's address. God's address is you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Just think about that. You're facing life with God. You're in God, and God's in you. 2 Corinthians 6.16 says, What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will walk in them, and I will dwell in them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Hallelujah. So he said, come out from among the world. He said, and I'll be a father unto you and you shall be my sons and my daughters, saith the Lord. See, that's why we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us because we're in God and God's in us and Christ is in the father and the father's in us. And you know, it's just we're interwoven uh, in God. We face life in God. We're not alone. Moses wasn't alone. And we're not alone. Jesus said, Lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Now it's God that's in you that is uh, influencing you and moving you. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who is at work within you, both to will and do of his good pleasure. Just think about that now. God's in you. The influence that you have, that you desire to read the Bible, that's from God. To be around other Christians and and enjoy that. That's from God. You didn't enjoy that before. You see, before you were a Christian. Well, why do you enjoy these things now? Why do you look forward to heaven? Because God's in you. God's at work in you. We passed from death to life. We know that, John said, because we love the brethren. Let me read John chapter 15, verses 4, 5, and 10. Jesus said, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Now, there's a lot of things you may try to do without him, but it'll amount to nothing. But there's somebody with you that the fruit can be good. And it can be everlasting. And uh, he's in you. He said, with me you can produce good fruit. See, So you've got to start to rely upon he who's in you and he whom you're in. You've got to realize you're walking in God. And God's walking in you. And then you, can face, you can face anything with that. You can face anything with God. Verse 10 he says, if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. Now he wants us to keep his commands because his commands are in harmony with him, with God. See, and then if you're walking in harmony with him, then he's let loose in you. Now if you get into sin, that kind of blocks the piping. You know the Bible said out of your belly is to flow rivers of living water. It talks about God in Jeremiah 2.13 being the great fountain of living water. So he's the great fountain and he's in you. And a river can come out of you, but you don't want blockages in there. You don't want sin in there. See, now if you confess your sin, he who's in you, Is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all the unrighteousness. Well, then all that's left is righteousness the moment you confess it to him and acknowledge it. The Bible said by repentance and acknowledging the truth, you recover yourself out of the snare of the devil who took you captive to do his will. So you don't want to be tied up with the devil's will, you want to be caught up in God's will. So uh, he's the fountain. He's the fountain of life. And we've tapped in. We're in union with God. We have his life in us. Now, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5-7, through 7, John writes, This, then, is the message we've heard from him, from Jesus, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we're lying and not speaking the truth. But if we walk in the light... As he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. We're walking hand in hand in life together. We're facing things together. See, if God's for us, who can be against us? We're going to have the victory. We may have some battles. Paul had a lot of battles, but he also had a lot of victories. So let's believe God for victory. See, and then it says, if we walk in the light, then the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us of all unrighteousness so if you walk in the light that you have he will cleanse you of that which you're ignorant of and so you can walk in harmony and fellowship uh with god to uh walk with him and uh is to live in harmony with him the way jesus did and remember jesus said if we keep in his, keep his commandments we'll abide and then we can produce fruit from being in union with god Hallelujah, the supernatural God, the Creator God, the Almighty God. He's He's in us. He's the one that opened the Red Sea. He's the one that rained angels' food from heaven down upon the Israelites. He's the one that brought the fire down from the sky when the, the prophet called for it. And He's in you, Hallelujah. And He's not only in you know in me. He's He's in every believer. Everyone. Praise God! He's not manifesting everyone because they're not realizing it and not walking in harmony with Him. But He's there. Now you see, Second Corinthians five seventeen through twenty says, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, see if you're in Christ, He's you're in Christ, and Christ is in you, Christ dwelling in our hearts by faith. If any man is in Christ, He's a new creation." Old things have passed away. All things have become new. And all things are of God. Ye are of God's little children. And, greater is, and have overcome them, the demon, demonic powers. For greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Praise God. You're powerful. God's in you. You're a son of God. God's in you. Hallelujah. Just think about that. And then it says who has reconciled, the next verse in 2 Corinthians 5 says, God has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. Now he not only was in Christ, but it says he has now committed to us the word and the ministry of reconciliation. What does that mean? That means he's now in us. He's now doing his work through us. He doesn't work apart from us, he works through us. So, Paul says, Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did speak to you by us. Praise God. So, we're his spokespersons. Praise God. We speak for God. So, we have this same relationship. Now, let's understand something how it's meant to be from the beginning. See, when God made man, he made him to have dominion. Psalm 8, verses 3 through 5, says, When I consider The heavens, the work of your fingers, and the moon and the stars which you've ordained. What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you visit him? You made him a little lower than Elohim, that's God, that word is God there. You made him a little lower than God. You crowned him with glory and with honor. You made him to have dominion over all the works of your hands. So in the plan of God, God made man to have dominion dominion. And uh, this is why God needs you. Now before he made man and gave man a lease on this earth, a 6,000 year lease, before he made man, God just said let there be light and there was light. God said let the earth bring forth the grass and the fruit tree yielding fruit whose seeds in itself upon the earth and the earth brought forth the grass and the fruit tree brought forth the fruit with the seed in itself. And God said that the animals appeared. So God just, in the first chapter of Genesis, you'll see God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, and it was so, and it was so, and it was so. But you notice, then God said in verse 26, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over all the earth. Now once God gave man dominion over all the earth, God can't just do what he wants to do. He gave man the rule of the earth. The Bible says in Psalm 115, the heaven of heavens is the Lord's, but the earth he gave to the children of men. So he turned the earth over to the children of men and gave it to them. Now, here's how it's working now. He can't just do anything he wants. That's why Jesus told us to pray God's will be done on earth even as it is in heaven. And why he said whatever you bind on earth, heaven will bind. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. In other words, God now has come in you and he's going to work through you. And he needs your prayers and he needs you saying it. And he needs you praying it. That's how it's set up to work. He can't just say it. Like he did back there in Genesis chapter 1. Once he turned it over to man, now he's got to work through us. Now it's out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Now he says in my name, you cast out the devil. You bind up the powers of darkness. You do something about it. In Mark eleven twenty two and 23, he said, have faith in God. For truly I say to you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Now listen to what he said. He said, Have faith in God. Have faith in the God in you. That if you do not, that, that you're working together with God, He's in your heart. He was in Jesus' heart. He was in Jesus' life. Have faith in God. See, if you do not doubt in your heart, but believe that those things which you say will come to pass, you will have whatever you says. Now listen to Zechariah chapter four, verse six and seven. Then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, "This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying." It's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain, and shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings. Cry grace, grace unto it. Hallelujah. Where does grace come from? Peace from God and grace from God. Hallelujah. God's able to make all grace abound towards you, which is the power of God. My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And where is he? It's in Christ. He's in you. His grace is in you. You can do all things through Christ. Notice, he said, speak to that mountain, because my spirit is in you. Hallelujah. Say to that mountain. In other words, you're his channel. You're his vessel. Hallelujah. And he's your source of power. He needs you. You need him. You face life with him. You're not apart from him. You're not separate from him. He's in you. I'm with you always. So you must start saying and praying things in line with his word. Whatever he said in his word, that's what he wills. But he needs somebody to say it, because he can't say it anymore. See, he could say it in Genesis 1, but once he turned the earth over to man, as long as we're in the earth, he needs somebody else saying it. But he's got the power, you got the legal right to be here, and if you say it, he can inject the power. And then things can really start moving. See, the devil fears a message like this. The devil don't want us to understand this. But I believe you're getting good understanding today. And uh, maybe Pastor Jenny will have you pray a little bit and say a few decrees and, and different things when I'm done. I'm just about ready to finish up here. And it's so good to be with Passion Church today, this evening, and, and uh, to bring you the Word of God. I miss bringing the Word of God. <laughs> Praise God. But uh, victory's ours. We're going we're gonna to have the victory. Hallelujah. The devil is a loser. Now, in 2 Timothy chapter 2, it says, let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. It says, uh, for in in the house, the Lord's house, there's a lot of different kinds of vessels. Some to honor and some to dishonor. Some are just old clay pots, but some are golden vessels. And it says, if you purge yourself, from that which would hinder God from working through you, you will be a vessel of honor, fit for the master's use. Hallelujah. You want to be fit for the master's use? Hallelujah. Just ask God to cleanse you so you can walk in the light as he's in the light. Hallelujah. So you'll be a channel for him. Don't let darkness invade your space. Don't let sin come into your life. If you do stumble, confess it right away. And the blood of Christ will wash that away instantly. But you want to be a co-worker together with God. You're in God. And God is in you. We're his temple. He waits for us to speak. He waits for us to pray. He waits for us to minister to others. And then he touches them through us. Because we are his vessels. He needs us. He needs us to operate. Praise God. You know, there's a scripture Jesus said, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And guess what else he said in Mark 9, 23? If you will believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Why? Because we are hooked up with God, and with him everything is possible. He just needs to do it through us. So let's let God loose in our lives. Let go and let God, let God be God. Let God be the big God that he is, the great I am in our lives. Hallelujah. In him we live and move and have our being. Thank you for uh, letting me share this word with you tonight. and, And I trust it's been a great blessing to you. Take it to heart. Live in it. Realize you walk out of here, and uh, you're a son or daughter of God, and you're in God, and God is in you. We're going to say a little prayer here, and uh, you just uh, put your heart behind it, and your will behind it, and let's believe God together that you're going to you're going to have a real breakthrough from this moment on. Just with your heart and mouth, say this, dear Heavenly Father. I'm glad I'm a Christian and Jesus is my Lord. And Father God, I'm glad I'm your temple. You're in me and I'm in you and Jesus is in me and he's in you and the spirit of God is in me and I'm in the spirit and I thank you our lives are woven together. Dear Father, I'm going to face life with you. I'm going to face problems with you. I'm going to face sickness with you. You take sickness from the midst of me. Father God, I thank you. I'm blessed because I'm a Christian. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. I'm turning it over to Pastor Jenny. And she's going to come and uh, say a few things to you. God bless you. Stay excited about Jesus.
1: Praise the Lord. As you can see, he was excited to deliver the word. Amen. Well, I do. I have a confession. So let's just stand to our feet and let's just speak and let's just put some action to what we just heard. We don't want to um, hear it and then let it go in one ear and out the other. We want to put action to it. Faith without works is dead. We have God in us. Jesus is in us. His spirit is in us. And he wants to live and move through us. Amen. One of the most powerful times I ever had the Lord move through me is when I did not want to do it. He me what he Wanted to do, he revealed to me to have this prayer line, and I was so under the weather. (laughs) I was so under the weather, and I was like, No way. I kind of resisted in the spirit, and the Holy Spirit scolded me. I think I have to switch. The Holy Spirit scolded me, and he says, You're just the vessel. God's in us, and he needs to use our vessel. He needs us to speak. He needs us to reach out and lay hands on the sick. He needs us to speak and declare. He needs us to pray his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen? We need to become more God-inside-minded, realizing that the greater one, the creator of the heavens and the earth, lives on the inside of us. Kind of gives you a little bit more um, courage to go out there and preach the gospel. Amen? Realizing it's Christ in me. It's not me who does the work, Jesus said. It's Christ. It's God. It's the Father who lives in and through me. Hallelujah. That was encouraging. The second time I got to hear it. (laughs) All right, so I just wrote a few things down that he said, but we're going to speak it out and just kind of release it. Say, Lord, in you I live and move and have my being. I thank you, God. Christ is in me, the hope of glory. I am God inside-minded. I am led by God. I am under the influence of God. And I am led by his spirit. The greater one dwells within me. He's greater than he that's in the world. I let God loose in me. I pray his will be done. On earth, earth. as it is in heaven. heaven. I speak God's word, word. and he backs it up. I have power in my tongue. tongue. So I speak, speak. and I pray, pray. in line with God's word. word. Because I am am a co-worker, coworker. Together together with God. We, together, get the job done. done. I have faith faith. that God is in me and he's working in me and he's working working through me me. to do his will will. on earth. earth. We are vessels vessels. of the living God. God. He uses me. me. I am in God, God and God is in me. Let's give God a shout of praise. Hallelujah. 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 (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I want to encourage you guys just to dwell on that, meditate on that, speak that out, just you know, confess that as you go about your day that Christ is in me, the hope of glory. He's the hope for this world. And if we're not shining our light, which means letting God loose in us, then they're not going to see him. They need to see him through us. Amen. So we need to be more conscious and aware that He is in us. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and take tonight's tithes and offerings. And so I'm going